This is good. You know, when I'm at home and I'm trying to figure out, you know, coming up here and stuff, well, I'm at home by myself, in a house by myself, so I'm like, okay, Raquel, you got this. You can do this. You can just get up there and just look at everybody in the eye and you just walk around and you just talk like I'm doing now, pass the mic back and forth and look very professional. <laughs> but then when you get up here, it's like, good morning. <laughs> I'll email you these messages. Just kidding, just kidding. Okay. Um, I have some announcements here. And just a reminder. Yeah. Oh. I think it's probably up there. Ryan Pena's come in April 2nd, April 3rd. What, what? Bring your, bring your phones charged and ready to record just anything, he says. <laughs> Would be great. Um, one thing I did want to... Um, <laughs> next Sunday... Well, let me say this. If you have kids in nursery, in children's church, um, or you would like to volunteer for any one of those, if you could stay after service next Sunday, we just want to have a little talk, little meeting. Just want to ask you guys to partner with us in a direction that we want to go when it comes to our kids and just shifting that area. So if you guys don't mind staying back just a little bit. Um, let me see. I feel like there's something else, but I think that's it. Camping. Hey. Do y'all know Sarah? If you don't, this. She is. Everybody needs a Sarah, and we have one. We have the Sarah. Camping. And the dates are? We're all going to that. <laughs> um, if you have not paid your camping fees, please go to the app. There is a camping section that you can pay. It's 45 45 bucks. That covers the majority of your food. If you don't know what it covers, Ms. Zoe sent a packet, a very detailed packet. She is good at that. PowerPoint. PowerPoints. There's an audio form if you need it to. <laughs> we have John doing the audio <laughs> charts. Um, yeah, so there's a whole packet there so you can get information on it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Camping. Um, tithing. That's always so tithing. I don't know. We just want you to partner with us. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we're just asking that you partner with us with your tithing offering. Um, just, you know, Chris and I mentioned um, sometimes we don't take a, a salary here, but we just, you know, summer months are coming and whew, it gets really hot. We'd like We'd like to keep the AC on. We'd like to provide different things. We have breakfast. Yes, all of the things. Please and thank you. You know, I just want to share this tiny little testimony. Ronnie, I think you will appreciate this testimony. We have a pool table. <laughs> the other night, we was late, and Chris was like, hey, <laughs> let me tell you about Raquel. <laughs> it was late, and he was like, you want to play a game real quick? Yeah, okay. I wasn't hitting anything, Ronnie. Nothing. Like, the white ball didn't even know I was there. <laughs> Towards the end, I was stripes. I had two balls at the, I was at the end of the pool table. I had two balls over here together, and there was a ball in my way, and then it was a white ball. And I just said, man, you know what? I told Chris, I'm going to hit this ball. Those two balls are going to go in the corner pockets, and I'm done. And he's like, yes, I'm telling the story, buddy. <laughs> Hold up. There's a punchline. 
So the punchline was, I hit the white ball, the third ball hits the two balls, they go in the corner pocket, and that ball comes back over here, and we were both like, what just happened? It was goodness, yes. It was greatness. I was like, if Ronnie could be here now, we would be BFFs at that point, Ronnie. Anyway, that's my testimony. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. It doesn't happen all the time, but that was, you guys should have been there. We should have recorded that. Anyways, we didn't. Um, I feel like that. I feel like, I was thinking, man, can I do this all the time? <laughs> I'll get back to you. Um, this awesome person is standing up here because, um, you know, Chris and I talk a lot about being leadership here, being the pastors here, and we never want to be the pastors at the point. We want to be the pastors at the point at the bottom, lifting you guys up. And we've been moving through kingdom, and one of the things that we were just talking about is just um, um, giving you guys a time to come up and just share what God's doing in your life. Because it's not all about us. I mean, we know it's not all about Chris, but it's not, Chris. I'm just saying. Um, but anyways, we've talked to a couple of you guys about sharing. Marin's like, I missed this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did everybody know Marilyn is back? What? Yes. Oh, that. I got, I got here this morning, I made me some coffee, I sat it down, I got on my knees next to the couch, and we hugged for a couple minutes. Ah, oh, this face has been missed. Sorry, back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, we want to just hear from you guys, what God's doing in your life. What are you seeing? What are you reading? What is he showing you? Where are you going? And where are you taking it? So we've talked to a couple of you guys in shit, Sarah, I mean, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's going to just come and share a couple minutes with um, what's going on, what God's showing her. And um, so, yeah, this. So I put my contacts in so everyone's blurry so I can get through this. <laughs> I'm like, I can't see anyone. It's great. Right? Right? That's how you do it. Okay. So I'm not nervous. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so I'll. I do feel bad because a lot of y'all have probably kind of already heard this from me, but I'm going to share anyway. Um, so I will keep it brief, but I do have to give kind of a summary. So there's some backstory. Um, first, I want to say I was like, okay, God, I need a scripture to go with this. Like it needs to be, you know, and then I kind of laughed because I heard him say, you're literally missing the entire point of what I'm trying to get you to say. And so I was like, okay, okay, I don't need a scripture. It's fine. Um, so as most of you guys know. Um, last year was a really hard year for me. I'm going to get through this. I'm not going to cry. It's fine. I'm fine. So in June, um, let me back up a little bit. December 2020, my husband and I got married. June, 24, uh, June of 2021, we both contracted COVID. Um, he was a little worse off. Ended up going into ICU for two months, and then he ended up passing away. So that's a very fast and brief explanation. But um, in that moment, um, I know because of these amazing people in my life that God is not an angry God. So he did not take my husband from me, although a lot of people believe that. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, I 
Um, I'm still working on it, so I can't say I'm completely over it. But there's a part of me that was really upset and angry because I'm like, but he could have saved him, and he didn't. And so that was my frustration. Um, that was my anger. It wasn't, okay, God, you took my husband. It was, okay, God, you could have saved him, and you didn't. And then you hear all these other stories of everyone that's healing and everyone's back to normal and everyone's living life. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, we had just purchased our first home. Like, I'm not crying. It's fine. Um, There's just a lot of life I felt was supposed to still happen. And so I was angry with God because I'm like, well, what now? So um, I remember very clearly there was a Sunday we were standing up here, and I believe we were singing Good, Good Father. And, you know, I'm singing and singing. And I believe it, but, I, (laughs) you know, there was a lot that had been going on. And so I heard God clear as day tell me, like, you're singing this. But right now, do you really feel that way? Like, don't lie to me. I already know the answer, you know. And so um, I turned around, and I just started crying, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah. Like, you know, I'm upset. And he's like, and that's okay. Like, it is okay for you to be upset with me. It is okay for you to be angry with me. It is okay for you to feel like I failed you. But in that... I'm asking you not to leave me. I'm asking you to keep seeking me. I'm asking you to keep trusting me through this process. And so I was like, okay, well, what does that look like? And I'll be really honest with you guys. Um, When you're in those moments, the last thing you want to do is open your Bible. Like, you're so upset. You're so frustrated. You're like, well, I don't, I don't, what is this going to do for me, you know? And I felt that way. I'm just being very honest with you guys. I felt that way. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to read this right now. It's doing nothing for me. Because there's a difference in opening your Bible and reading because you feel like you need to and reading because you're being spiritually fed. Like, if your heart is not connected to what you're reading, there's no point in reading it. It's literally going in one ear and out the other. There's nothing connecting, nothing's... It's not feeding your soul. It's not healing anything. So it's pointless. As bad as that sounds, it's pointless. And so I heard God speak to me, and he said, just, I want to show up for you. Just trust me through this process. And I said, okay. So I noticed, like, that week I went through a Goo Goo Dolls phase, okay? I love music. Um, (laughs) So that whole week I went through, like, this Goo Goo Doll phase, and I was like, well, what is this about? And then um, uh, I heard this song. I don't know if y'all know it, but it's called Marry Me. And it was so, like, of course, for me, I'm like, this is the worst song to be listening to right now. But then I'm like, okay, God, what are you telling me? Why am I so drawn to this song? And he, I heard him tell me it's because I'm singing this song to you. And if you listen to the words of that song, you will so get why I lost it like I was five and it was terrible. Great, but I was driving, so, you know. Um, So I pulled over, had my moment, and it was amazing. And so then I noticed that God was showing up in other ways. I like to read. Well, again, at this point, I'm not wanting to go straight to my Bible. So I'm reading things like, 
I don't, don't want to list titles in case I really shouldn't, but, um, <laughs> but I'm reading books that make me happy. They're not, oh, these Christian books that are going to teach you how to, you know, hear this and do this and see this and whatever. It was books that were making me happy, and God was speaking to me and showing me things in just everyday simple books because they made me happy, and so, um, you know, it happened the other day. I was listening on my way to work. I, mind you, I am not someone who is very cheerful in the morning. Like, I need my Jesus juice, a.k.a. coffee, and I need, like, right? Thank you. <laughs> Agreement. <laughs> the only way to get me up early is breakfast and coffee, okay? Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm on my way to work, and I'm listening to the song, It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. <laughs> Again, mind you, I, sorry, I'm just being honest. And I'm like, but even in that, God is telling me, because when we came back from Honduras, our trip, I felt like, okay, this is a new season. I'm supposed to start stepping up. I need to start looking into things, and I need to start acting on things. And he, in that song, I was like, why this song? He's telling me it takes two. It takes me and you partnering together to make something go right. And so I was like, okay. So anyway, my story, what he's been sharing with me lately is that it doesn't have to be this all the time. Like literally, just listen to what he is telling you in all aspects of life. Anything that you're doing, literally he is the ultimate creator. Every single thing in here, whether it's a light bulb, was invent in invention, you know, I can't talk right, an invention, is that right? You get what I'm saying. Um, you know, like the carpet, like everything in this world, every tangible thing, even everything was created by him. So how can you not use anything and everything to speak to us? So in those moments where you're frustrated or you're just feeling confused or you don't know what to do, just ask him and listen because he's going to show up in anything. So um, that's kind of what I've been walking through. Yeah. <clears throat> Two things I love about this is that um, just with her sharing and being vulnerable, it's almost like it gives you permission to feel your feelings and find your relationship with the Lord. You know, he's not tapping his foot saying, you don't feel like reading my word. Uh, and it also proves the scripture. I think Chris mentioned this last Sunday about when Jesus left, he didn't say, I leave you my word. He said, I leave you my spirit. And it was that spirit that spoke to her through whatever because God doesn't, and I feel like this is so, like, sacrilegious, is that what to say? He doesn't just speak to you through this. He speaks to you in your dreams. He speaks to you through a rustling of the trees. He speaks to you through the path that you're walking in, your visions. Sarah's more awesome than I thought. <laughs> I, I want to be Sarah when I grow up, but I'm still not grown up, so... So can we get a drum roll for Chris? He really appreciates drum rolls. <laughs> Here you go. Thank you. You just proved that you haven't grown up yet. <sighs> so, Andy Minio, who went to that? Yeah, man. I, I believe that. So, adults, for a moment, just hang on. 
Hey, kids, did y'all have a good time? Those of y'all that went, raise your hand and wave at me if you had a good time. All right. Cool. Oh, back there in the back, too. All right. I saw them videos, man. Took me back to my Motley Crue ACDC days. <laughs> I love it. Man, uh, yeah, real, just to tag on, I know we're fixing to let you guys get back there and, and get at it. Um, there's some exciting stuff that we're going to step into, as Raquel was mentioning. Uh, so please uh, join us next Sunday after service. Uh, if you have children uh, that are here now or, or, um, or if you're wanting to help and work, uh, partner with us in kids' ministry, okay? But other than that, you guys ready to go? Oh, y'all want to stay in here today? Oh, I tried. All right, Miss Lydia, you ready? All righty. Oh, Sarah. All righty, kiddos, let's have at it. Be safe. Yeah. Awesome. Um, for the rest of us, if you're staying in here this morning, um, well, we, uh, <laughs> Can if you want to. Um, turn with me to the book of Ephesians, chapter 3. And the screens are back to working now. Thank God. Um, I love that. Uh, uh, oh, Lydia? Lydia will, be back, Lydia will be back in in a second. Um, Maybe. Um, you know what I, what I love is, um, you know, for Sarah to get up here and share not just what God is doing, but her, her real heart behind it, right? I love that you guys um, have helped us to create a safe place um, to figure out life. Um, you know, nobody's saying that, you know, we don't put any value on the word <clears throat> because we do, right? Um, but just for her to be able to share uh, the reality of her situation, and we won't judge her for that, right? Um, I, I love that you guys are that um, mature and that real, um, because that is exactly all that Jesus did. He went around engaging with people and sharing his heart, and that is what the kingdom of God really is and really looks like, um, and that's what the church is supposed to be, is a, uh, a place um, just like that. Man, I love it. Um, you know what? Uh, next, next Sunday, Laura, I'm going to get you next Sunday. Uh, there was a pretty cool thing that happened last Sunday. I mean, you know, here's, here's this crazy lady sitting over here watercoloring in service during worship. Kids are jumping around and flagging. She's ducking. She's over here painting with watercolors and writing in Spanish, mind you, um, because, yeah, because he speaks, you know, Jesus spoke Spanish, you know that? Yeah. But that's, that's her encounter last Sunday with the Lord during worship, and there was a, she came to me after service, and there was a full-on confirmation of several things, and uh, next, next Sunday we'll, we'll make space for that. Um, I, want, I want her to share that. So that you can um, you can see it's it's just amazing. But so this morning, um, I just want to jump in for a, a little bit and 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 kind of continue on this 
idea of grace that we jumped into. Um, and, and just to kind of set a, uh, I think some of you weren't here, um, but just to set a little bit of a background, um, we were coming out of Ephesians 3 talking about grace and what that word actually means. Um, you know, for years, the church understood or, or, or clarified that word to mean unmerited favor, like, you know, you didn't get what you deserved or, you know, that's mercy. Um, but the reality is that when we, when we dive into the scripture, we see that grace is not just unmerited favor, although it is that. Grace is actually the empowering aspect of Holy Spirit into your life. Um, he, he come, Holy Spirit comes in and, and there is a grace that is given to you and I, a strengthening and encouraging um, uh, the power, if you want to be, you know, He-Man from the 80s, and I have the grace instead of the power, right? No, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, uh, you know, I mean, like, that, that's the reality is He comes and, and He enhances and strengthens What's already in you, and that is because of grace. And, and we kind of laid a foundation for that last week, um, and I want to kind of continue on from there. I'm going to repeat a couple of uh, scriptures and a couple of things um, uh, just to get some, some traction, I guess. Um, you know what? Let me, let me pause for a quick second. I, I, I felt like I was supposed to mention... Um, um, There, there's just a lot of uh, uh, crazy, crazy things going on. It's okay. No worries. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> oh, please, don't give her any ideas. That's the last thing I need. Um, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Um, man, there's a lot going on around the world today, right? Not just the war over Russia and Ukraine, and, uh, but there is so much stuff here at home. And, and um, you know, the, how many of you know the, the media, um, if you want to call it the mountain, or the media cycle of, of our time needs to be redeemed? <laughs> it needs to do what it's supposed to do, and that is to tell the good news, right? Uh, and, and it's... It's very um, manipulated right now, and so there's a lot of things that are happening that you and I don't really get to see if you if you look at normal news. But uh, man, there there are so many situations that need you and I to call out to Father for. There's so many things that need the prayer of the saints, as the Scripture says. So I just encourage you to really grab a hold of something, find something in our life, in our cycle of life today that you can grab a hold of and, and, just, and just lift it up. I mean, the war over there is the big thing. Who knows what's going to happen with that, right? Um, of course, all the... Uh, never mind, don't go there. Oh. No, no, I might get in real trouble for that one. Um, you have a lot of people that right now are trying to use that as, you know late great planet earth, uh, left behind stuff and the whole end time prophecy stuff. And um, don't let that be a distraction. Um, I have some issues with some of that myself. 
which I'm trying to get all my background and, 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 and really get my study down to be able to share with y'all stuff. But there's so many situations in the world around us right now that need your prayer. They need your attention to bombard heaven. Whether it's just right here, you know, the crime rate in Houston has soared. I think it's 42% up. It's the highest it's been since the 70s. Um, I'm still praying for there's 22 veterans a day that take their own life on average, 22 a day. Like that should not be happening. That There, there should be, if 22 people um, just collapsed and died in the mall right here in the woodlands, they would freak out and there would be something done, right? Investigation and and um, um, there's so many laws trying to be put in effect that in, in Maryland, there's some, there's some, some stuff going on that's just, it's just crazy, right? Stuff at the border, stuff all over the world. It's, and those are situations that you and I may not agree on, and that's okay. We don't have to agree, right? How many of you like Brussels sprouts? All of y'all are wrong, but that's okay. I mean, I still love you. I still love you. It's okay. It's all right. Don't throw nothing. Man, Tabitha looks like she's going to throw something. I'm just, I'm just saying, man, find something to lend your heart to, even if it's just for today. Find a situation, and let's pray for what's going on. Amen? Is that, is that okay to do? We're, we're the church, right? So back to grace. You can do that because you've been given the grace to have insight on situations. <clears throat> um, back in Ephesians 3, um, um, do, 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 Paul is talking here about how he's a prisoner of the Lord and about the revelation that was uh, given to him. And, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, um, and he goes into talking specifically about his um, calling. And we'll pick it up in verse, uh, man, I hate to start in the middle of a sentence. Um, let's just start at verse 4. By referring to this, uh, and I'm in the New American Standard. Um, by referring to this, when you can read, uh, you, when, you can, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the spirit, to be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Jesus through the gospel. Verse 7, real important, of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. Amen. Uh, verse 8, uh, to me, the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ and to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery for which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Um, so let's pause there because that's, that's the end of that big old long sentence, right? Um, <clears throat> in verse 7, he states that um, this happened to him because of the gift of God's grace, right? 
And, and then in verse 8, um, he says something um, extremely important. And what I'm going to do here, uh, I want to uh, watch the heresy hunters on YouTube, right? Uh, I want to pull a couple of phrases out of this passage. Um, we got any English majors in here that grammatically know how to correct everything? Uh, good, because I don't either. Um, so, you know, when there's a comma, there's a, that means there's another additional phrase or additional information there for that sentence to help you with the idea and the understanding. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at this and we're going to pull some of those out or push them aside, cover them with our finger uh, and all that. We're not going to erase the Bible, okay? So don't, don't throw a rock. But verse 8, he says, To me... Uh, the very least of the saints. So there's, a, there's the two commas right there. So let's pull that out, right? We're going we're gonna to overlook that for a moment. And then after that, it says, this grace was given. Uh, so he says, to me, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. So that's, he is stating right there, this grace was given to me and for this purpose, to preach the good news, right, to the Gentiles. Um. um but then there's another comma, and this begins verse 9. He says, And to bring light to what is the administration of the mystery for which ages has been hidden in God who created all things. So he is bringing to light, he's bringing some revelation or some understanding, some insight um, about the administration. What is the administration? So um, we got any administrators in here? People who can administrate? Sarah keeps us, of course, Zoe with her PowerPoints, you know, uh, and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm gonna, uh, John wants me to pick on you a little more, but I'm going to not do that today. Um, the administrators, they, they're good at holding things together, keeping the structure, keeping, uh, you know, laying things out, breaking things down easier. And so what he's talking about here, there is an administration uh, of the mystery that's been hidden. He, he is part of what's bringing that to light, right, because of the grace. And he goes on, um, verse 10, he gives the reason why. And look at this. So that the manifold wisdom of God. A manifold is uh, something that uh, spreads out. So like on all your engines and cars, you have a manifold, right? Um, and that shoots the water into the different parts of the block to keep the motor cool, right? Um, and um, verse 10, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. So when we take out a few of these um, extra details, he tells us that, this grace came to him to bring this revelation, but also for the administration of the mystery, right? There's, there was a mystery always with the kingdom. They didn't have all the answers, which is, which is why Jesus came, to fulfill all things, right? And so he's letting us know, hey, there's an, an, there's an administration, there's light coming to the understanding of how this is supposed to work. And look what he says in verse 10. This is what is uh, important for you and I to really grasp a hold of. The, uh, so that the manifold wisdom 
of God might be made known so that all of the understanding of God's wisdom, the manifold wisdom of God, right? That's what we're talking about here, right? This revelation of this mystery through grace happens so that the multifaceted or the, the, uh, the wisdom of God can be made known where? Through the church. To who? To the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. We thought we were just supposed to go and um, tell everything to the, uh, the Jehovah Witness down there. Right? Man, we used to love it when, they, well, I did. They used to love it when they come to my door. I really rolled my sleeves up. Come on, baby, get you some. Let me get my Bible. I'm ready. Let's throw down. Uh, but actually, um, that's not the only place. You and I have been given the full understanding of the kingdom of God. We have the mind of Christ. I'll, I'll, I'll probably repeat this the rest of my life. We have the mind of Christ. We have every spiritual blessing. We've been given, Peter says, we've been given everything, every single thing that pertains to life and godliness. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack or want. And it all started right here because Paul is explaining about the administration of the mystery being revealed right here. And it was given and made known so that it could go, the wisdom could go through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. We are not meant to come in here and do. So let me back up real quick, and I hope I don't offend any YouTubers out there. But um, we, we, we got saved in a Baptist church, and, and so I, I tend to make fun of Baptists and Bapticostals and Catholics and all that good stuff. My mom's family was Catholics, they still are actually, they go once a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know back then, um, <laughs> let's just say we had a different mindset back then. We'll, we'll say that. Let me, let me leave that right there. I remember them getting mad at us because I asked for a tithe envelope one time. You remember that? You don't need no envelope. Put in the basket, boy. Mean old grouch, man. Oh, I felt the love of Jesus in that one. Um, no, you can't. We don't play no guitars in this church. Oh, okay. You believe this stupid little kid? He's gonna play guitar in his church. It was, it wasn't exactly like that. That's how it seemed. But you know, we would go in and uh, three hymns, uh, and we always ended with "Just as I am." Can we have another stanza? Can we have another stanza? We'd all get saved all over again. Um, no, not really, but that's what it seemed like. And anyway, I remember when we. Uh, got out of there, and we went to our first non-denominational church. Oh, Lord. Oh, no, not for me. 
I walked in there and I told her, I said, uh-uh, we ain't going back to this place. Man, they were dancing and jumping and had, uh, you know, I mean, the full band on the stage was pretty cool. He even had a flute player, you know, he's jamming out. Drummer was kicking it, a couple of guitars and keys and, oh, that was all cool. But man, I was trying to focus on the band, right? Because all these people running around, Shondian and Sukalaka and, and man, oh my goodness. You remember them days? Yeah, because Raquel lifted her hand in that at, at one of them services, and I went. <laughs> I really thought them and them people, they're going to hell, man, because that's the way we were trained, right? Anyway, uh, that is actually not what uh, took place there. <laughs> it was a great place, man. But we were not stuck in this... Um, This idea that church is just a gathering to come together and get your weekly fill. Um, you come give your money, you sing a few songs, you hear somebody teach about something. We never had anybody else share about stuff and what's going on in their life. Uh, we never took moments for anything. It was just this stuck religious thing. And that was never, uh, there's so many that think that that's what church is all about. And that's what church is, but it's not. You and I, we're given the grace, the strength, the understanding, the full, the full capacity to take the mystery, the, the actually not even the mystery of it, but the unveiling of the mystery. Any of y'all like surprises? You like presents? Good ones. You like good presents, right? So bad. I saw a TikTok the other day. Yes, I look at TikTok. Proud of it. Saw a TikTok the other day. Man, this was so bad. This dude had to be in his 20s. He had to be in his 20s, man. It was so bad. I felt so bad, man. This girl was so wrong for doing this. But, man, it was all exciting, and he's all, what? They got a present for him. There's like a bunch of people around, and I guess it's his girlfriend or something. She's there, and he's like, oh, man, is this what I think it is? And he rips the thing off. Um, they had a towel or something over it, I think. Pull it off, and it's a PlayStation 5 box. PlayStation 5 box, man. He grabs the box, picks it up, and they got an old PlayStation 2 and a 3 taped together. <laughs> this, hey, that's sorry, man. This guy, he's like... He just, went, he just went full south, man. He just went. And they're all dying laughing. And he looks. He, I mean, like this poor kid, man. I mean, he wasn't a kid. He's 20-something years old, looks like. That's so wrong. I hate them surprises. Right? You and I have the best surprise. We have the best present. Not Jesus on December 25th. We have the unveiling of the mystery of heaven. Everything that, that, that the Father of creation is, was, is going to do, what he needs, what he wants to accomplish here has been unleashed into your understanding because the gift of grace. It has been given to you and I for the purpose of not just spreading kingdom to the world around us, but to declare it to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. There is another aspect 
of life that we cannot lose sight of, and that's that supernatural side. There's a whole other realm, right? Second heaven, third heaven, it's in the Word. It's true. And you and I have been given the unveiling of the full mystery because of strength that has empowered us to unleash all that, to step into all that, to move towards that, whatever that is. Anybody else like Sarah, you trying to figure some things out in life? Not Raquel, she's got it all perfect. Oh, did I say that? Anyway. So let's, let's look at um, this next por- portion. Jump down to verse 15. Um, he says, uh, from, oh, come on, let's not do that again. Let's go to 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, height, depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. That is just another passage to read about the understanding that you and I are the capability of understanding that you and I have full access to about God. You have full access to every aspect of him, but more so when we come together as the family. That's what we just read. Amen? Um, so now, um, okay, so we touched on this the other day. Uh, let's go to chapter 4. And um, Man, I would encourage you to go back and read all of it, but uh, let's jump down to verse 7. Um, verse 7, he says, But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Um, and he goes into talking about the ascension, right? Uh, Therefore, it says, When he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. Um, real quick, the ascension part here uh, is, uh, man, it's, it's pretty cool. Michael Dalton, anybody know Michael Dalton out of California? Oh, my Lanta, man, that guy is absolutely amazing. Um, he's got an amazing teaching about the ascension. Uh, and Maybe one day I'll try to do it some justice and, and bring some of that. It's really cool. Um, so verse 9, he says, so now this expression that he ascended, what does it mean except he also descended in the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is himself, also he who ascended far above all the heavens so that he might fulfill or that he might fill all things. So there again, we have this, this information that Jesus uh, or this information about Jesus filling all things or doing something with all things. Are you with me? Make sense? Um, and then verse 11, which is part of the backbone of, of uh, uh, so many things in our, in our 
in our tribe or our culture. Uh, verse 11 says, And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors, uh, and as teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the statue which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Um, and he goes on talking about the body. All of this conversation that Paul is writing out is all based on what he stated in the very beginning there after his whole greeting where he talks about this is the grace that was given to me and it's the grace that was given to the church. And then here he gets specific. Something I would love for y'all to, to, to um, if you highlight in your Bible or you highlight the verse on your app, or if you something you want to hold on to is this verse 7. But, he, each, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Um, let me... Uh, where'd that go? Uh, I love the way Brian Simmons words it out of the passion. Um, and he has generously given each one of us Supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. Um, this specific uh, conversation that Paul is giving is about what Christ gives to you and I. And it's according, what he gives to you is according to the measure of Christ and the gift that he can give. So what does that look like? Well, I'm glad that somebody asked that question. Uh, let's go to the book of John, chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Let me know uh, when you get there. We'll go back old school, right? Tell me when you get there. Hey, give me an amen. Oh, yeah. We're getting holy now. <laughs> All right. Um, very, very familiar passage uh, starts right here in, um, in verse 14. Um, and I feel like we have to have, I need to get down to verse 16, but we need to have all of this, I think, um, to get this. So verse 14, half of you uh, probably got it memorized, and the rest of you probably forgot it maybe, right? I forgot all of it. <laughs> so he says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Right? There's that word, grace. Uh, John testified about him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for, I, for he existed before me. In verse 16, uh, For of his fullness we have all received and grace upon grace. So John is explaining this, and Christ, the Messiah, hasn't even went to the cross yet. Well, wait a minute. I thought nothing happened until he died. Uh, well, that's not what John says right here, right? He says, for of his fullness we have all received Here's what, here's what I believe this to lead to. 
Verse 17, for the law was given uh, through Moses, but grace and truth were realized through Jesus. And no, he goes on, no one's seen God except, uh, you know, the only begotten. So verse 17 says, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth were realized through Christ. But before that, he states about the fullness. Jesus is the all in all, right? There's no end to him. He simply is. And what I'm, what I'm trying to better understand myself and share with you today is that it's time for me uh, to step back and realize the deeper strength that I have with the grace that he instilled in me because there's no end to it. What I need to pull on doesn't have an end. It never runs out. It never quits. As a matter of fact, grace that is given to you and I only goes deeper because it's not that his side of it is empty. It's that you haven't stepped into that space yet. And the closer that you and I step into him, the more understanding that we receive and that capacity that we talk about so much. Verse 18, for his, of his fullness we have all received in grace upon grace. But verse 17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth were realized through Jesus. I love that it says that um, they were realized not that they came. I believe that grace and truth have always been here. I believe that the grace of God has always been because that's not a characteristic that he just conjured up. Oh, man, I got to create Jesus to go down. Uh, poof, there's grace. It's actually ties to the same word uh, mercy in the Old Testament. Like when Moses was, was talking, it ties back to that as well. Grace has always been here because it's an attribute of the Father. Jesus is the way that we can understand and realize what grace is. Which ties back to the grace that you have over your life. So you can accomplish what you need to accomplish. Um, let me read out of the Passion real quick. And, uh, and we'll wrap up. I know everybody's getting hungry. Verse 15, John taught that... Uh, John taught the truth about him when he announced to the people, he's the one, set your hearts on him. I told you that he would come after me even though he ranks far above me for he existed before I even was born. Verse 16, and now out of his fullness, we are fulfilled. Um, <clears throat> and from him, we receive grace heaped upon more grace. Moses gave us the law, but Jesus, the anointed one, unveils truth wrapped in tender mercy. Amen. Um, this verse 16, where uh, out of his fullness we are fulfilled, that is actually how it was worded in the Aramaic, which is what Jesus spoke. So the point that he's trying to, you ever had anybody uh, try to talk to you and you don't know what the heck they're saying? Not just a different language, but like, yeah, <laughs> right? So, man, the reality of this verse, it, there's no way to, under, to misunderstand this. 
He's saying right here, <clears throat> excuse me, in verse 16, that out of his fullness we are fulfilled. And from him we receive grace upon grace. That's the way the scripture is actually, that's the way that, that, he would, that, that John said it, or that Jesus said it. I'm sorry, where am I at? I lost my spot. Yeah, that's John, sorry. So I don't know about you, but that excites me. The fact that, that now I can better understand that everything that he has, he can instill in me to accomplish the task that he designed me to do. Not because he's a taskmaster, but because he's a loving father that knows what he can accomplish through me. He knows what I can do walking alongside with and have him through, going through me what, what we can do together. So what can you do? What is it that you can accomplish? I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm waiting for Raquel to explain it to me. So also in that verse 16... That portion that says, and from him we receive grace upon more grace. The literal Aramaic language is one gift to another. Jesus fulfills us. No, no, let me back that up. Jesus fulfills the grace and the strength of your life from one gift to another and to another. And to another. And there's never an end. There's never an end. It is mind-blowing to me that, um, that it never ends. Like I, I, like, I love where we are right now. We got a few people out. You know, we're not looking to grow to be a, a thousand-member church or so. I don't even know that Man, I don't know what I'd do if we had 200 people. I'd, I'd, I mean, I love that I can get to come and see and hug everybody and, hey, Mark, what's up? I know what's, hey, you know, Wayne was out there with us shooting the other day. And, um, I mean, got to meet Eric and Sarah. And, you know, I mean, I even noticed Sanchez is doing his hair different now, man. Like, I know that thing, man. <laughs> hey, that's not funny. You're, 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 right? You're doing your hair different. Anahi, I saw she's sitting closer to him. I'm like, what's going on over there? And I look, and I, man, going back to his pachuco days, man. But see, if we get to two, three hundred people, I don't know if I can have that, you know? I love where we are, man. I love where we're going. But I also know there's so much more. See, there's a calling on CORE, on CORE Church, um, and many of you know the, know the story. We're, we're, we're resting on two prophetic words that came from two completely different guys that had no clue about each other whatsoever, and they were two weeks apart. They both came and stood right here and said the exact same thing, and I'm like, oh, my Jesus. And uh, we are growing into... 
that grace that's been placed upon us to, like, to accomplish certain things. And then there's another one after that. And there's more after that. Like we're not ending, right? And neither are you as individuals. I love it, man. Does this make sense? Are y'all with me? Yeah? Cool. Well, let's stand this morning. I hope that this makes sense. Um, I mean, you just said it did, but I don't know if I believe you because you're kind of quiet. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, um, <clears throat> hmm. Don't, don't lose, um, let's not lose sight of, um, f- no, that's not the way to word that. Um, I mean, obviously, everybody here, we're not, we're not dummies, man. We all know not to be arrogant and cocky and think we know it all, right? We all know that. We all know about humility and coming into a situation I know all about that stuff because that used to be, my picture was on behind those words in the dictionary. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> and, and I remember, I remember thinking that, no, this is the way it is. What are you talking about? I mean, obviously, I didn't do that with stuff I didn't know. You know, I didn't, I didn't sit there and, oh, let's, let's go scuba diving. Oh, I know all about scuba diving, man. Let me just, no, I didn't do that. But I know that being that way, uh, it, it, uh, it stifles uh, those around you, uh, but it stifles uh, the family, and it stifles you. Um, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say um, is let's not forget or lose sight of the fact that growth is great. Growth is good. What Sarah is sharing up here about her heart today, and that was hard. For those of us super close to her, it's been a hard, hard road, Right? And that's okay to be in that place to grow from that. And now to see what else is next. So let's not lose sight of the fact that there's, there's growth for all of us. Amen? So this morning, I, I really felt um, to call upon that scripture uh, to be released over us, uh, if that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, I, I really believe that um, exactly what we read is you and I are meant to declare this and, and, and um, make the mystery of the kingdom because it's been revealed to you and I. We got it. We're sons and daughters. Amen? And we're meant to use our good, our new, our new word, right, that we've worn out to release it. <laughs> we love that word, right? Release this. That's valid. I'm not making fun. I can feel people looking at me. But we are meant to release that over the, over the, the world around us. 
And so let's, let, let's, let's this morning, if, if you, if you want to be part of this, um, just join with us. I'm going to pray for that, that next level of whatever the, the unveiling of the mystery for you, whatever it is for you, for that next step to take place. Anybody want to grow? Want to have that next gift, whatever that is? Yeah? I'm hoping there's a bass player released at this moment. Anyway. So, Father, we just thank you because you are amazing. We sang it all over the place today that you are good. You are good. You are good. And we are in this moment right now. Uh, we just read through your word about the grace and the strength and the understanding that you've given to the church. And, Father, most of all, the grace that you have instilled in us, what you have given us to accomplish what you designed us to do. And I love that, that passage out of John that says that he gave grace upon grace, which is gift after gift, because you don't quit, Father. <laughs> you don't quit. And so this morning, I am asking for a release of that over this entire community, a release of whatever that next step for capacity, for understanding, that next step for grace to receive. And it's not receiving, it's just stepping into the understanding of what that next level of that grace is so that we can accomplish what you designed us to accomplish. Man, I love it, Father. Even just to go deeper into that secret place with you is, a, is another step of growth along with grace. And I thank you that we're in the place where we can do this as family and come together. You are absolutely incredible. We love you for what you're doing. We thank you for all that you have done. But man, God, I look forward to what you're about to do, Jesus. I look forward to the next level of grace gifts that are released in this place right now as we speak this out over this community. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, amen and amen.